Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Open Discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today we're going to be talking about the Disney live-action with animation version of Pinocchio. So, this one came out, I want to say, and this one came out last year when all these Pinocchio films were coming out. If you haven't seen it, it's on Disney+. Plus. You can go check it out on Disney+, Plus and then come back here and see what we had to say about it. But let's go ahead and just jump right into this. This one... I was really happy, at least with the beginning, because we've all seen Disney movies, so we all know that they use the melody from, you know, When You Wish for Upon a Star at the beginning of all their movies. And I was like, this is the one movie that this melody comes from. They better do something special. And they do. They have the melody play, and then they have it go right into um, Jiminy Cricket singing it as he comes floating into the the screen and then it fades away and then we're into the movie so like i really enjoyed that opening um that was pretty cool and i thought that that was a nice little celebration of um you know where where these things have all come from yeah and it's definitely uh i mean it is the disney um make made one um and it's a lot closer to the original um disney animation than the del toro one um if you haven't seen um uh, our other episode on the del toro pinocchio um you can find it in our on our channel um mm -hmm. but yeah it, this one's a lot closer we have all the characters we got geppetto and tom hanks does a pretty good job as geppetto um, even has an Italian accent, and <laughs> and um, we have Cleo the goldfish, and Figaro is even mm -hmm. there. So um, I feel like we got all the uh, the the main characters, the main elements in it. Um, A question, real quick: as if at, is there any point in that movie where Figaro is an actual cat, or is Figaro just always an animated cat in that movie? I think he's always an animated cat. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, I don't think they ever used a real cat for Figaro. Yeah. But well, I mean, like he's so emotive, you know. Like he. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how much of the um, the uh, the old animation that you. I watched to a watch. little bit of it. Um, yeah. Well, most of Figaro's stuff is at the beginning, but he's quite a yeah. character. He's very emotive, so it'd be kind of hard, I think, to see. Figaro mm -hmm. as a as a real cat, like an actual real cat, even though it's a live action movie. But mm -hmm. it would be yeah. so boring if it was just a regular cat. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't really be Figaro. No, you're right. You're right. Just like if they use a regular goldfish. Yeah. You, know, you just wouldn't want that. Can you imagine Dumbo with like a real elephant and <laughs> he only Giant. did elephant stuff? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Imagine them, them trying to make a Lion King where they tried to use like real looking like cats and see like with like no type of emotive CGI. Like that just sounds silly. They would never do something like that dumb. <laughs> Please continue uh, with what you were saying. That's passive aggressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so a common thing that they have with the Del Toro version is uh, that Geppetto had a son that passed away or is implied to have passed away. So um, not sure why 
you know, there was a need to add this element. I'm not like completely object to it, like objected to it, but um, I I feel like it's not necessary because maybe it's just me, but I just always thought of Geppetto as a guy who just never had a family and wished for one. Mm. And for, you know, Pinocchio being, you know, wish upon a star and stuff, it's all about wishing and mm. how he gets his wish granted and his wish that is granted is for a family and that he wanted a son um, that he never had. And I think that it means more to wish for a son that he never had. As opposed to wishing to replace a son. <laughs> exactly. Because then wouldn't he, why wouldn't he be wishing for his son to come back to life in, mm -hmm. instead of wishing for a puppet to be a real boy? <laughs> like, I love that puppet so much that I want it to be real and, like, its own person and not the son that I lost. So I feel like, I, like I said, I don't completely object to it because I feel like it gives Geppetto more character, but I also feel like it takes away something that I, you know, the way that I had originally seen Geppetto mm -hmm. is a little bit skewed now. It's different and not true to what, how I viewed him before. Right. No, I can understand that. Um, and one of the things that's nice about th this movie, though, is at least when Pinocchio comes to life, he's not an utter annoyance like he is in the <laughs> Del Toro version. Um, but oh, but also right before that, I don't know how I felt about felt about this. I get it was not it was cute that Disney did this, and I understood why. But they made it so that the clocks that are in Geppetto's shop in the original one. They were just kind of random clocks. A couple of them were kind of creepy. Um, like to me, as a kid, looking at those clocks, I was like, these things are very, very strange. Like a turkey about to get its head cut off. And like, I think someone spanking a baby and like police officers or something. Like it was, it, it seemed all very strange to me in the animated version. But in this one, they kind of like made, um, they have a couple of like just original clocks, but there's also a lot of reference clocks um that are from a whole bunch of different uh disney properties and so for me it kind of took me out of the movie for a second when i saw all of it because a lot of times when you find these easter eggs they're kind of like hidden in the background and they're kind of like cleverly um done this one didn't feel clever to me it kind of just felt like in your face yeah look at that look at that look at that and i was just like whoa Whoa! <laughs> so, like, it's it's a little it's a little thing. It's not a big deal, but it did throw me off um, initially when I got, when I saw that in the movie. I disagree. I don't think that it's supposed to be an Easter egg. I think it's I think it was just supposed to be kind of like a fun homage because he did have all these clocks in mm -hmm. in the original animation. But Pinocchio was one of the early cartoons, and so all these other cartoons didn't exist yet. And I'm sure that if they did, they would have been the clocks. Mm. Um, but I mean, I I kind of liked it because the original clocks were they were interesting. But I feel like it's 
it it they're they're more interesting because mm-hmm. we know these characters and so i mm-hmm. feel like it's kind of fun to see um those cartoons that we know as clocks more so like i feel more connected to those clocks than i did to the ones in the original animation i do like that they kept the part where like jimmy is like kind of resting his hand on something on weird weird booty <laughs> but then you zoom out and then like you see that yeah it's this woman who's like glaring down at him so i thought that was funny because i was like i remember that like i yeah because i watched i watched uh the original um cartoon after i watched all the other ones the mm-hmm. the current ones from 2022 so that was one of the moments where it was like oh you guys are you guys are doing good like being giving me this nostalgia um so i would disagree with you i like the clocks um and i also kind of like the idea that they kind of gave geppetto a business where Mm -hmm. and he was and he's like unwilling to sell the clocks but they're so good that um people want to buy them and um and that's how he you know you know makes a living and stuff so kind of Wait, if how does but that's the question. How does he make a living if he doesn't sell clocks at a clock shop? Because he sells other stuff, <laughs> other toy. He's a toy maker, right? And he also makes oh. clocks, but his clocks are really cool. Um, mm, I think he said something just... about like he doesn't want to sell them because uh, his wife loved them or something. Yeah, they like I can't. I think that's right, and like they they definitely were trying to make. They're trying to make Geppetto more well-rounded, and they want you to kind of get this sense of um, Geppetto's family. And I and I do like I, it's hard for me to remember, but I do think that you're right that it had to do with his wife, um, because one of the jokes I was gonna say was just like it's kind of funny that he didn't make himself like a wooden effigy of his like his his lost wife instead of making a wooden effigy of their son, <laughs> so or making a wooden effigy of both of them. Um, considering that this is now about a Geppetto who has lost his family. Um, but, yeah. Because, like, he, cause he lost his wife in this movie and he lost his son. And, like, as far as what is driving him to make these pup, uh, make make Pinocchio is the fact that he lost somebody. So it's like, okay, well, he also lost his wife. But this is a nice way of saying, well, he held on to the clocks for her memory. And then when it came to Pinocchio himself... It's like this is supposed to be the representation of the memory of my son, I guess. Even though it's almost kind of like like we were talking about earlier, where mm-hmm. it gets a little murky because it's also kind of like a replacement for your son. Yeah, I I do feel like it this this take on it was a little bit interesting. This is why you know I I feel like adding a family that Geppetto had but doesn't have anymore really changes a lot. Mm-hmm. Um. Because then it it makes you question like why is he making Pinocchio and wanting Pinocchio to be real instead of what he's actually lost, um, mm-hmm. but he does um, you know contrast to Del Toro's Geppetto makes Pinocchio out of passion and not sadness, and True. and that's why we get a more you know well-rounded with you know nice features it's just a very well-made with care uh, puppet character that looks just like the cartoon um 
as opposed to like del toro's kind of wonky crazy scary looking Pinocchio, <laughs> um right but yeah uh it, it's it's hard because these live action ones tend to you know they they make try to make it longer so they have to flesh it out and add all this other stuff and kind of bring it more up to date for the modern viewer as opposed to like mm -hmm. cartoons that are really simple and they're sometimes so simple where it's it's got like major plot holes for like things that don't make any sense but this seems kind of be the reverse where like they're adding things that are making me be like well it doesn't make sense anymore um mm. but uh but they do make some good changes um i i really liked uh what they did with the blue fairy um mm -hmm. they t totally changed that up which you know i think that's great um love the cast uh i think um another thing that was interesting is that the in the blue fairy never sings in the um in the animation and so i kind of thought it was cool where the, you know they didn't have jiminy sing at the beginning mm -hmm. but they have the blue fairy sing and she she doesn't start and i don't think she actually s sings when you wish upon a star but she sings part of the song um starting with fate is kind uh mm -hmm. she brings to those who love and that's like kind of i think part of the song that not most people remember because it's not the right. iconic memorable part but i, I kind of right. love that because they're they're not like hitting you on the head with a hammer like this is mm. wish upon a star no, nostalgia nostalgia <laughs> build yeah. the nostalgia but it's part of, it is this is this is when you wish upon a star but it's the part of the song that still sounds familiar to you but maybe you don't remember this part of it um so it's a little bit more along the subtle part of you know it's more subtle and so i really i thought it was very tasteful um i don't know how you feel about blue fairy but i really like what they did with blue fairy <laughs> oh yeah like that stuff that stuff's all really cool i was actually just thinking it's interesting that there's a lot of this movie that like this movie does something that I think is interesting for whenever you're going to make another adaptation of something that already exists, especially if it's already in a visual medium like a like a movie. But um, this movie takes there's a lot of scenes that are very similar. Like there's a lot of beats that are almost you know beat for beat the same that happen in the animated Disney version. But this movie takes certain like chances in different areas to try and shift like shift it up a little bit so that things aren't exactly the same um you saw the animated version recently so you can remind you can remind me but i don't actually ever remember pinocchio making it to school in the original animated version and so it's funny that he actually makes it to school in this one like he gets distracted for a little bit and then Jiminy's able to like redirect him to go back to school and he actually makes it to school and they added this element of he was kicked out of school because he wasn't because he wasn't a real boy. And so I was just like, okay, so now this is like an interesting this is an interesting world. So like they're clearly I mean, and of course even in the animated version you could say it's the same thing, but like they clearly are like used to magical things happening. So when they see a wooden boy walk into their classroom, they're not even 
like questioning, oh my gosh, as a wooden boy, they're just like, you can't be here because this is for children. So that's a, like an that's an interesting element that they that they added for the this live action Pinocchio that wasn't in the original uh, animated one. But what I thought was interesting was they actually had the fox and the cat kind of character that was in the original animation. And they're just like walking around the street and they're like yeah. clothes and everything. Like you would th- like in a cartoon, it's like, all right, yeah, I buy that. But then it, in a live action movie, they kept it. They kept the characters and they made them look very close to what they look like in the animation. And I kind mm-hmm. of appreciate that because again, like they're, they're not changing so much. Like they're kind of keeping really close to the original animation. And I like that because, like, the original animation was good. Mm-hmm. Like, why are we changing it? And I see a lot of the live action movies are changing stuff like that. Well, like, let's modernize it. Like, it wouldn't make sense to have a fox and a cat walking <laughs> right. around in clothes in the street. So let's yeah. take that out and make them normal people. And, like, while I would accept that in a live action movie, I'm kind of glad that they kept it. Yeah. So and it's, and I think that they're the only, like, well, I mean, the seagull talks, but they're the only kind of like seagulls that really talk. Yeah, I think it was just that um, Pinocchio understood him. Understood, right? But yeah, there's a only like I think the fox and the cat are the only anthropomorphic animals in the entire movie. I think everybody else is basically human until we get to like Pleasure Island, which is basically. You know, humans that be, turn into animals, and even then they're walking out on four legs instead of two. So, it's it's funny because of the fact that it doesn't necessarily make sense, but at the same time, it's like, eh, whatever, <laughs> it's fine. So I I also liked having their inclusion. I liked hearing these songs again, and that's the thing. Like a lot of these songs like return, so it's cool to hear them after like not hearing it for oh my gosh, like 20 plus years or something now. So maybe 25 years, like it's been a long time. Um, and it's crazy that, you know, you realize, oh yeah, I still I still know these songs. Yeah, um, I remember, yeah, because I remember what, when I was re-watching the animation, like mm-hmm. you just, you remember, everyone remembers when you wish upon a star, but then you forget about all these other songs that are in Pinocchio. But they're all so memorable, and you like. I just I forgot that they were all there. Like, um, I got no strings on me. Hi, Didi. Actors life for me. Actors life for me. I just yeah. Like I just I just like I know them, and I remember them when you remind me of them. But I never. But you didn't remember. Yeah, didn't think about them in a long time. Yeah, I just don't think about them. But now that like you know, I watch it again, and like I'm just like these songs were good. Yeah, this... there's a lot of memorable songs in uh, Pinocchio. Yeah. So, and then so this so this does a pretty faithful like job of being like like basically like we were talking about earlier, like a lot of the similar beats. There are a couple of um little differences, but there's one big divergence that they make that's not in the original Disney um uh animated Disney version and that is they added a new character to the troop that Pinocchio ends up uh, becoming a part of briefly. And it's this um, 
lady, this girl who has one leg and who is another puppeteer and uses that puppet to speak with Pinocchio because Pinocchio, especially at one point when Pinocchio gets to the point where he doesn't want to trust humans or people because he gets betrayed. So she uses the puppet and to pretend like she's talking through the puppet. And there are times you're just like, is she really talking through that puppet? That puppet seems very much like it's moving on its own. Like, I don't know how this girl is doing this. She's she must be very good. talented. Yeah. <laughs> right? She must be very talented. Yeah. And they add this whole little um, subplot about the puppeteers, although we don't really see the rest of them. Um, the puppeteers basically coming together to try to take uh, back the troop from this guy who's clearly, who's clearly a jerk and causing a lot of problems. Um, so yeah, and so that is like a real, that's the biggest, the biggest change. And then it comes back later where she comes and she asks Pinocchio to join the troop and he's like, I have to go save my father and stuff like that. So like, that's the biggest change that they added. Um, I'd be curious, like, what did you think about that change? How, how did you feel, especially since you saw both recently? Yeah, I mean, I don't really oppose having this new character i think it was um kind of a nice addition because i i feel like it doesn't really take away anything but it doesn't add too much um it's nice to have a female character in this in this movie besides the blue fairy who's barely in it so i feel like it is very nice that they made this effort to try to add a female character to this very male heavy story <laughs> i forgot there's no, there are no female characters besides the blue fairy in the original pokemon uh pinocchio movie well i mean there's cleo <laughs> <laughs> but they also add the seagull sophia which is another female mm. technically um but yeah I, the only thing that was weird for me about the um the puppeteer is that she's also a ventriloquist and i'm not yes. sure why because pinocchio is like either here she's <laughs> up there he wouldn't know any better um because he's not looking up he he doesn't even know that she's doing the puppeting so why would he like you know I, yeah that I, I felt like that was like unnecessary i'm not sure why because the ventriloquism is like we're seeing that not him yeah so it almost feels like she's trying to conceal it from us but we're like we know because we see you you know, doing yeah, the strings. Yeah, we, we, we can see the strings. And yeah. Pinocchio can also see the strings, and he's not thinking about it. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. There's no need to make her a ventriloquist. It's only, it's only for us, mm -hmm. the, the audience. Because, yeah, you're right. The character of Pinocchio, if he's not responding to the fact that this puppet has strings on and the puppet's mouth isn't even moving when it talks, or is it? Actually, I, I, can't I think remember. it is. It is, yeah. yeah. I was like, never mind. But it still has strings. Yeah. So, and he does it. That's the whole point. But, yeah. you know. Um, but that's okay. I mean, I I like the, the effort that they did to kind of, you know, change the film for the better without really impacting the story so much. Um, because adding that bit didn't actually change the story mm -hmm. any too much more than the other things that they changed. Um, yeah. The weird thing, though, that they did was they had these weird smoke monsters at Pleasure Island, and Pleasure I don't, Island, I yeah. don't understand why they're not just like people, like they were in the original one. Like, 
it's just another weird thing that like there's already some weird unexplainable things like you know the the fox and the cat like you know mm. being like kind of bizarre but then right. now we have these smoke monsters i don't know where it's coming from i don't know if um there's anything about that maybe in the uh the original italian story maybe that's where it came from i kind of doubt it a little Something bit <laughs> but um who's who knows i don't really know i don't really know why i didn't just make them people like they did in the uh, original animation um maybe that... i feel like maybe they might have made them like smoke monsters just because to try to make it more of a kid-friendly movie and not actually i don't even know because part of me is like maybe it's supposed to be like more kid-friendly and not be like you know all like these people that are child trafficking i mean the thing is, even the original Pinocchio, when I saw that scene where, like, kids were turning into donkeys, like, it freaked me out. Especially because there's a scene, if I remember correctly, like, they show his shadow on the wall and stuff. And I'm like, that part of the film felt like a horror movie for me as a kid. Like, I remember not enjoying um, that sequence. And so, and I, and I don't know if, like, shadow creatures make that easier to digest or not um yeah it's a it's a very it's a very odd change and one of the things that always um gets me about the pinocchio story is the fact that a lot of these branches like it's it's really feels like just an adventure um we having different adventures but these adventures don't necessarily see a conclusion because the fact is, we never find out what happens to those kids. I mean, in the chat, they were talking about in the story what happens to those kids in the book or in the novel. But and as far as the movies go, we they, so Pinocchio just leaves. Pinocchio just leaves. There's no rescue for these kids. They don't get turned back to normal. We don't know what happens to them. And I'm just like, yo, um, what about those kids you left? All, all those children. And then, then, then this movie... I might be misremembering, but it feels like they added more kids to Pleasure Island than what I remember. But I guess there, like, there were a few. I remember a few in the animated one, but there's a there's a lot of kids in Pleasure Island in this movie, and Pleasure Island is huge. It um no, it's it's pretty similar to the okay. animation. There were a lot of kids, and actually, there's some really like crushing moments in the animation where like you can you know like because they're like. Pinocchio sees sees the donkeys and he was like where are they from like where are these donkeys from and then he's just kind of watching and then he sees like some of these donkey like one one donkey says like I want to go home I want to go home to my mom and then the um the guy I forget his name the the guy who's like running this business is is mm -hmm. like oh this one's this one's like not fully turned and they, they get separated and mm. i'm like oh my god this is for kids <laughs> <laughs> i yeah. but i remember being terrified but you know i those earlier disney movies um such as snow white yeah. <laughs> what I said Fantasia. No. Well, actually, yeah, that one was scary, yeah. too. <laughs> because, yeah, Fantasia, Snow White was scary, I'm, Pinocchio was scary, and I was really scared of Maleficent, too. 
Maleficent. That I was just was thinking scary. of Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. yeah, those and those are like the early films, the early, um, the first, you know, major Disney animations. They're all so scary. Um, right. But that just kind of goes to show, you know, the time period of what was acceptable for children to watch or what, you know, they thought was acceptable for children to watch. Like, for years they were doing this and it's common. So I'm not, like, surprised of Mm -hmm. how, you know, like, scary this is. Like, I'm not saying, like, I'm just not, like, questioning, like, why did they make this for kids? Right. Now, you have to remind me, but I feel like I remember in the original, they were also smoking and drinking. Yes, they were. Okay. And in this movie, obviously, they weren't smoking because we start seeing a lot less smoking in movies in general nowadays. But they're drinking, and I don't know if they're drinking beer, but I want to say they're drinking beer. I think they said that it was uh, alcohol Root beer? beer. I think it was like root beer. Okay, yeah. I don't they, think it was alcoholic. Because I was like, Disney's yeah. not going to have them. Have, yeah. They're not going to have underage drinking on their I'm pretty thing. sure they said, somebody said that it wasn't alcoholic. Okay. And one, one thing I thought was uh, interesting, because I wasn't sure if they were going to do this in modern day Disney, because in the original movie, they also, like the kid says, hey, what do you think I am, a jackass? And we know that that can be used as a swear word, even though we know that it actually is meant to describe a donkey. So I wasn't sure if they would actually say that or if it would constitute cursing, but they actually say it. He still says the exact same line in in the movie as he's turning into a donkey. And just like in the animated one, there is no saving them. They just kind of, the Pinocchio leaves and they we just kind of, we just kind of forget about those kids. So... And I feel like this is another change, um, but like when he gets to the point where he finds out where Geppetto is, they do, they do this point, they do this thing where he actually gets his ears and his tail turned back to normal um, before he actually goes and finds Geppetto. When I feel like in the original Disney one, he had those basically until the end of the movie. Um, he. Are you talking about the ears and stuff? Yeah, the donkey ears. Since he was half transformed. Um. Yeah, because I remember wondering about that too, but um, the, at some point the blue fairy comes back and then turns mm-hmm. him back into a regular wooden boy. Okay, and that's is that before they go to Monstro? Um, I think so. No, no, he has the ears and the tail when they're at Mon- when, that's what I when they're in Monstro. Yeah, because that's when he's reunited with, with Geppetto, Geppetto, and he was and he's like, "Why do you have ears and a tail?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this one they decided to re- to just remove that, and they also changed how they how they meet again because one of the things that happens in the original Disney one is that Geppetto ends up in Monstro. And he's just there and like Pinocchio just, you know, and eventually finds him. But the fact is you hear about how Geppetto went to go look for him and they ended up in, and they, you know, they end up in Monstro. In this one, like separately, but in this one, Pinocchio is actually able to meet up with Geppetto just as Monstro appears. They get eaten together, yeah. Yeah, so they changed it so that they're eating together. One of the funny things, though, I did, 
I did appreciate, even though it is another change, is that when Pinocchio does make it to Geppetto and he's shouting to Geppetto everything that's happened about all the things that he did and all this other stuff, I love this moment when Geppetto just looks at him and says, you did all that in one day? <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, it has been one day. And I was like, was it one day in the original movie? Now I'm just confused. Yeah. No, it's so that funny. Was, that was nice. I remember that. Yeah, I actually, I wrote that down, too, because I thought it's funny. Everything that you've mentioned so far, I've also written down. Nice. <laughs> notes. Big notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, in the original animation, um, Pinocchio goes home after he escapes Pleasure Island, finds out that Geppetto's not home, and then... Um, I forget he hears that from I think the blue fairy told him or something somebody tells him someone tells him what happened that that he that Geppetto um got eaten by Monstro mm -hmm. and so he goes looking for Monstro and so he actually like he ties a rock to his donkey tail and then oh, that's he's, right like, and he's walking, walking underwater on the floor looking I for a monstro and that. he's like asking the fish like have you monstro? seen monstro? have you seen monstro oh yeah. my lord that's crazy i yeah. haven't thought about that forever and i'm remembering it <laughs> i kind of wish they kept that <laughs> yeah maybe they thought it would have been too like too challenging to animate and they weren't trying to make the third underwater filmed a movie of that of that year to go along with Avatar and Wakanda Forever. <laughs> so <laughs> they're like, we'll stay above water on this, right. this one. <laughs> so, and then like the way that the movie ends um, is a little different uh, than what I remember. Well, I guess it's generally the same, but like the last shot where, which I kind of like, uh, where they like they show Pinocchio walking. And they and you hear Geppetto, like Geppetto, you hear Jiminy kind of like uh, talking about um, Pinocchio and if he ever became a real boy. But as he's walking, you see like the wood start to disappear, and like at the very last shot, you can see that he is a real boy, but you don't really get to see him before the credits roll. And I kind of like that. I kind of like that 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 ending. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I was gonna say, did you did you prefer the original? Um, I mean, not necessarily, because uh, like in the original, you he actually does like turn into a real boy, but it's still animation, so he looks still very similar to what he looked like as a puppet, just like mm -hmm. a little bit smoother. Right. Um, so I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no opinion. I think I've I have more opinion about the things that the the plot holes that they could have fixed but chose not to fix, which is like you had mentioned, they never go back to try to save the boys, the rest of the boys at Pleasure Island in any of the versions that well, I guess there's only two that have the Pleasure Island, mm -hmm. which is the both Disney versions and then um the other thing is they never try to fix the whole thing about how Geppetto just sends Pinocchio to school and expects Pinocchio to know where school to make is. It. <laughs> yeah, by himself. And of course that's how, you know, the whole thing starts with him getting lo lost. <laughs> mm -hmm. Actually, if you think about it, even in the Del Toro version, we actually never find out what happened to those boys at the 
the war training facility mm-hmm. on that yeah. island. So it's so, kind of the same thing. Like yeah. nobody seems to really care about <laughs> what happens to the other boys. In the other children. Any, <laughs> yeah. Um, and even in the Del Toro one, they don't have, uh, you know, Geppetto just kind of expects Pinocchio to know where school is. So, Right. Oh, and I just remember, so I did remember something because we are, this is actually turning out into our long, to be our longest episode, but um, <laughs> they added a new song in this movie, didn't they? Like when they're on the caravan and they're going to the, like they're going to Pleasure Island, there's a song that they do like in the caravan with the other kids. And I think that was an original song for this movie. I wanted to ask what you thought about that. Yeah, that one was, I think I was a little checked out at the time. Um, (laughs) But I do remember the guy, the coachman. Um, He's the guy who plays Gaston in the live action movie. I love that guy. Yeah, the live action (laughs) movie. I I like that actor. (laughs) He's in like everything that I like. Nice, nice. Or I think I just like the things that he's in because that he's, he's in. in yes, he's in it. <laughs> yeah. Now, I feel like for me, like, I think the, the song was fine. I didn't remember. I just remember being like, oh, this is a new number. And yeah. I think I overall enjoyed it. I didn't think it was like a bad addition or anything. So I feel I, I almost it. feel like they put it in there for him, for the actor. <laughs> yeah. Because they probably. Yeah. Do. Because he does stuff like that. So, I mean, <laughs> I would. If, if I was casting him, I'd be like, yeah, let's give him a song. <laughs> right. So um, real quick, what, anything, any other big notes that you wanted to say that you weren't able to say yet? Um, just real quick, I really think that Joseph Levitt Gordon did a great job as Jiminy. And he's like, I didn't even know it was him. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, you know, after I found out that it was him, I was like, good job, man. Good job. <laughs> yes. Joseph Gordon Levin did a really good job. Uh he has a, a lot of range. He's really good. Um but yeah. All right then. Well, if you guys want to hear us talk about this a little bit more, we talk about this and a whole bunch of other topics on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash three C three films. It'd be great to see you guys over there. But what did you guys think about the live action Pinocchio? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Did you think that the live action version made improvements on the original Disney one? Do you think that the original Disney one is better? Have you seen the Del Toro uh, Pinocchio story? And do you prefer that kind of more traditional to the original Italian novel type of uh, movie? And type of story whatever you thought about it comment below let us know and while you're down there if you give us a like share subscribe even if you don't though i have been chris and this has been cheryl and i got no strings on me